Uh-huh. My ghost. Ooh. Ghoster. Ghoster. I like it. It goes great with my Walt Disney coffee mug. So it's a nice, uh, you know, a nice yin and yang happening there. I like that. Chad, what episode? Chad. Chad, there he is. Hey. Oh, we're three minutes in and we haven't even done the intro yet. No. This is Wait a minute. This, Where this are we? Is, all that dead that dead air would be great for the Patreon people. They're really, really, really <laughs> benefiting from this week's episode. Definitely. What uh, Chad? Yeah. What, what is this chat? Episode number one hundred and sixty-eight. All right, good talk, fellas. We'll see you. Uh, what are we drinking today? You're doing Disney. I got my e my my e mug from Disney from <laughs> e. that. Got the Enchanted Tiki Room. Like it, Bird. yes, sir. Same. Same mug I always use. Oh, oh faithful. They don't really hear us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, before we get going, may I and may all of us wish our friend Declan a uh, happy birthday. Who's Declan? Declan Don, remember? Yeah. Our good friend. Yeah. So uh, we want to wish you, Declan, very, very happy birthday. It's not today, Tuesday, but it was, yeah, I think it was yesterday. So very, very, very happy birthday. And uh, we hope to see you soon, young man. And yeah. uh, thank you, thank you, Winifred, for the for the heads up. Happy birthday to you! Yeah, yeah. I hope I, yes. hopefully he'll come to visit Houston at some point again. But if not, we'll see you in the fall of twenty twenty three. Yes, sure. I don't know if you know um, our good friend Declan, but he's a, he's a renowned author mm-hmm. and a, and a hell of a young man. Yeah. So I think he's I think he's twenty one today. So whatever it is, yeah. yesterday. So happy <laughs> birthday, Declan. Happy birthday. You're, you're, you're a gem. So any, anything happened since the last time we saw you? What, Black Sparrow? Last time you saw us, we were in a van going to, uh, to a place called Black Sparrow in Taylor, Texas, which turned out to be quite a fun night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, very, very fun. Uh, Evan running sound did an incredible job. And um, uh-huh. uh, Shannon, the owner, amazing. Amazing. We all have, we all have our, I should have worn my t-shirt today, but I um, almost did. Yeah. I wore my yesterday. I, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I should have saved it. On the left yeah. Planning. Planning. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Really, um, really cool, cool venue. Um, and you, you walk in, the first thing you see to your right is a little radio station. Just look, just looks like a classic radio station running out of this little booth with a window. So you can see what the DJ is doing. And he was right in the middle of doing a show and we walked in. Um, but it's laid out. Great. Um, there's a nice, nice big stage there. They've got a, a dedicated sound guy named Evan, who Patrick just mentioned. And because of it, it's 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 a proximity to Austin. We had a very good turnout there. Um, although we're we're promised it's going to be even better when we come back, because as usual, Sherwood saps a little bit of our our following from the Austin area. But it was still it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I was really pleased with how that whole the whole night turned out. So it's it's, it's one of those places where you just walk in and it it just feels like it, we're we're home the perfect situation where the, the staff is just completely 100% appreciative of you being there and everything you do. Like, thank you for doing this. This is great. You, you guys are perfect for this and got to come back. And yeah, we, we had advertised that Chris Buckley was going to be on fiddle and he was up until the night before <laughs> when he got sick and yeah. he was he, the flu. So, he, uh, so he, he missed the show, which we were sad to see, but it was, uh, it was still, Still a very, very, very fun night. And our friend, the yeah. Reeves, came out from College Station yeah. and uh, brought the youngin. And uh, just it's just great to see everybody. And, and like I said, just 
you know, it's a, a beautiful little town. I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. I hadn't been to Taylor. And the town is very, very old Texas and uh, well worth the trip. And, and again, uh, our, our, our great friends, the, the Fugates, were were responsible for pointing that out. They, they, uh, Greg had texted me the, the name and number of the venue when we were driving somewhere. So I said, well, now's a, as good a time to text and drive as any. So wrote to the owner and said, hey, we're and got a call right back. Hey, what, Friday 22nd? I said, all right, see you then. So it was just just everything was boom, 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 you know, the way we like it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's great. yeah, good, good, good people, and I think we've got a, a another date booked for August. So, um, excellent. So, so you know, make plans good, and also spoiling like making plans. I got a call from our friends up in uh, Kansas. You, you got friends in Kansas. We got friends in Kansas. So do you. Um, so our friends, uh, uh, the Werners, the um, they uh, the, from the band Sassenach, uh they are. Uh, they're already got their tickets booked for Vegas as well, so we have we have more people coming to see us in Vegas than ever before, and it's going to be, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not known for predicting the future, but I think I, I think I'd I'd be uh, spot on by saying we're, this is going to be this is going to be a trip to go. You know, if you got yeah. time in July, you should come on out and see us. Yeah, it's going to be a big week for sure. In yeah. lieu of Ireland, why not come to Vegas? Why not? Just, mm-hmm. just right over there. It's right over there. Yeah. Right. 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 right over there. Follow his finger. Yeah. Don't do that. And then we're heading heading uh, heading over to California after that. We're yep. still working on those dates, but we do have one in, in San Diego at this really cool looking venue called The Holding Company. And what's the name of the band? We don't know the name of the band. It was uh, Jake Skolnick's band is playing yeah, with Jake us. Jake Skolnick's band. And uh, yeah. they're, uh, I, I, ha- I have it. Uh, just... Um, um, kind of Gorgo Gorgo Bordello flavored oh. gypsy, but very 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 cool, very rocking, very. Um, uh, I'll get you a awesome. link. We'll post that on there. But yeah. uh, good stuff and great fit. You know when people, you know when they put bands together for for big shows or for festivals or whatnot. You know, and they get these bands that are doing the same fucking shit. You get four five bands in a row doing the same shit. It just. You know, it just it, it, it dissolves any kind of any kind of you know excitement or any you know just the, there's no way to keep that stuff going, and especially these Irish festivals that have these bands that are playing the same shit over and over again. So you're gonna hear four versions of Whiskey in the Jar, four versions of the is you know. So I, I love playing with rockabilly bands, which we are in uh, June in the Continental Club. Our, our friends uh, from um, from uh, Louisville are gonna come down and uh, Penny and the Flamethrowers. But I love doing the rockabilly stuff. That just fits really well with what we do, and especially on this gypsy punk, this gypsy, they're just great, great, great. Uh, there's just this great energy that that seems to, uh, you know, you know, really connect the bands and stuff like that. So that's gonna be great. We also have a, a date up in uh, in Santa Cruz. Uh, again, our we we have a, we have our, our good friend, uh, Mister Doug Stanhope, to thank for that, for putting us in touch with Chris Johnson up there. And uh, immediately Excellent. made a phone call. I know Doug. Oh, good. I booked your show. Okay, thank you. Call again. <laughs> Fantastic. So just keep checking back in the way. Hey, if you haven't signed up, do it now. Sign up on the on on the mailing list. You will yeah, not absolutely. Be Chad might yeah. even send you a picture of his. Tune in next week. Okay, so we we talked. Uh, it was on our way home from 
um, Dallas, or Grapevine. Grapevine. Right in, the, right in the last hour or so of the of the of the trip, we started talking about band names. Like, what what are some of the best band names? What are some of the worst band names? What are good bands with bad names? What are bad names with good names? And so forth. And the conversation just went on and on. Do you remember what bands we talked about? <laughs> yeah. No. Sure. You, I, I, I'll, I'll get us going here. This is what this is. This is something I posited while we we're talking about this. That we preface, preface this by saying I'm I'm not a metal guy, really at all. There's there's a, I like I like the, you know I like Sabbath and I like I like Maiden, but I don't really know much about metal beyond that. But I I, I will say I think that by and large most of the best band names are held by metal bands with very few, with some, some exceptions. Black Sabbath, I think started maybe, maybe, I don't know if it, I think it was right. Frank Zappa has some good names too, but started this, this idea of, of having kind of very creative names for bands that people really hadn't been brave enough to try before. Um, Cause you know, before that most band names just kind of sucked. The Beatles, the Kinks, we talked about the this. Kinks. And, yeah. Uh, although you, you and, like and, the Who. And, 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 and those bands yeah. hated their names, too. They hated the, 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 their names came about, you know, because of pressure from the record company, not not because of their own, you know, these yeah, bands would never. Yeah. Right. But and it shows, too. I mean, at, after a certain point, the name doesn't matter so much as the marketing. Um, and you obviously want a name that's unique enough, especially these days. Uh, that's not going to conflict with somebody is uh, somebody else's business as we've, as we've discovered can happen. Not us conflicting us, but it's other people conflicting with us. But like, yeah, cause there's, there's bands, there's plenty of, we'll get into this. There's plenty of bands I know that I love that have shitty names that it, you usually don't even think about it. It's just like, well, that's the name. Oh, I guess it is kind of a shitty name. I would say probably the metal world and, and maybe some of the hardcore or uh, punk rock uh, bands have some interesting. Yeah. Names, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dead Kennedys, or just or just Dead Kennedys is a good one. Um, the Damned, The Damned is a good one. Stranglers. Mm-hmm. I always liked. I always liked JFKFC. I always thought that was a good. <laughs> more like a like a avant garde kind of. I don't know how come out there, but I remember saying like like JFK and then tag with KFC, put it together. John Kennedy and Kentucky Fried Chicken put together. I thought that was kind of funny. What about uh, Stiff Little Fingers? I like it. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, just a little asterisk here. It's really difficult to go against, you know, if if Iron Maiden were called Poison, it would be really difficult to to hate that name because I love the music. So Iron Maiden, again, not not, definitely not the best name in metal, but uh, I mean, Judas Priest is far superior as far as a, a name, in my opinion. Yeah. But because I'm a bigger Maiden fan than I am Priest, you know, uh, um, you know, Venom, great metal name, great name, you know, uh, but Poison, no, nothing good. <laughs> it's just, it's awful. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot, yeah, a lot right? of the 80s, a lot of the 80s hair bands names are not, not great, but they are, you know, it's, it's marketing too. Like the way the poison logo looks, the way the Motley crew has the mm-hmm. umlauts in places that you wouldn't expect to see umlauts, you know, rat with two T's. I mean, that separates us from the, the vermin, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. It, it, and, and, and your music. Riper. 
<laughs> I think Cinderella is a dumb name for a, a, a metal band. I just don't. I don't. What's the connection there? I mean, there's no connection. I mean, yeah, yeah. C- Cinderella, um, I, I think, is also a virgin, so that might. Yeah. But yeah, that was a terrible and 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 the makeup and hairspray just in that band alone. That's the that's the that's your ozone uh, protection gone. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean. They gotta have a. They gotta have a hook. 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 Too. You know. You know. Yeah. That guy. What's that guy's name? Tom something. Tom, Tom Keefer. Yeah. I like his voice. I, I thought he was. A, I thought he was a good singer. Just in in that he was very unique. Um, to, to to me, he's like a he, he's like a, a higher higher registered uh, CCR. Oh, John Fogarty. Fogarty. John Fogarty. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's got that. I mean, so and I thought that he wrote interesting stuff. Uh, uh, you know, later on, Cinderella stuff was it, but again, yeah, d- very difficult to uh, to attach that name to a hard rock band. Motley Crue, I thought, was a great name for a crap band. I just, uh, you know, that's a good example. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, what's that name? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what's that sound? And uh, look up if if you're ha- halfway interested. Look up the the Motley Crue at the U.S. Festival. Um, you know, way back in the in, in, in the day and, and even some, some Vince Neil stuff that's floating around on the, on the interwebs currently is hysterical. It's just, it's you, you, you just will not believe the racket that you're hearing when, when, when Eric said rat with two T's, if you, if you, <laughs> if you uh, were abusing a rat, you might hear the same noise that's coming mm. from the, yeah. so, <laughs> But yeah, um, um, you mentioned uh, you know good names, good good bands with bad names. You mentioned like Tom Petty or the Heartbreakers, definitely pretty run of the mill, not much thought put into it kind of name. It is kind of funny. Mike Campbell went off and started his own band called The Dirty Knobs, which is a little better than Heartbreakers, but still not not the great. A little more, a little more inside, a little more inside joke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which incidentally, they just came through Houston, and I missed them. They were they were at the Warehouse Live, the studio, the smaller room that we've played in uh, the first time we played at Warehouse Live. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. It was seemed like a small room for them, but but uh, and Stan Lynch was touring with them, which was really cool. So I'm really pissed off that I missed that. So they at least played one Tom Petty song I know from the videos that that uh, our friend Snip posted. What, anyway. what, what? Why did you miss it? I thought you were going. I was. I've been working. I was trying to oh. meet a deadline that night. Yeah. Oh, so grinder.com. You, you want to see his best work y'all, uh, fish PHI. No grateful dead. No, I mean, we, uh, we thought we thought grateful Dead was actually a pretty good, decent name. Not a, not a, I know I, we don't I, like the band. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not crazy about the band. Sorry, John Riesenfeld. Uh, but John's probably out running. Oh, there it goes right now. Yeah. Um, cause great grateful dead sounds like, the name doesn't sound like the band to me. You know, Grateful Dead yeah. sounds like, sounds like a Black Sabbath type band, but they're not. <laughs> well, if you know, if you know the story, I mean, the, what's the, the story? Grateful, the Grateful Dead, the actual, there's actually an, a tale about not the band, but actually the name, the Grateful Dead. And apparently it's, it's some folklore thing. I don't know what, uh, what, what nationality it comes from, but mm-hmm. basically it's like a guy did a favor for somebody and the, and, and the guy, his ghost or some fucking thing. I have to Google this shit. I'm, I, I'm destroying this story. Uh, cause I can't no, no, remember. no, you're doing great. You keep it up there. It's like, uh, 
he does a favor, a guy does a favor, and the dead guy pays him back somehow. So the Grateful Dead is a term for someone. I don't fucking know what it means, but so it doesn't mean they're grateful for being dead. Just as they well, I mean, that's what I always it, thought it meant. It means no, whatever you want it to mean. We'll have to Google it later, but it's yeah. a story. It's actually like a folklore story about something like that. So that's where they took it. And it's a very hippie thing to do is to, hey, I read this story in this book one time, and, mm-hmm. and it's about this guy that's grateful that he got help <laughs> and he was dead or something. like. I don't care. Well, oh, I don't know. Oh, hey, example, it's the same, same, same way a name came about. So sometimes it gets really bad names. The Doors. That came from, uh, from The Doors of Perception. Well, it's one of those acidic, you know, 60s hippie books that that uh, Jim Morrison was reading and probably Ray, Ray Manzarek, too. But really high concept. But they picked like the worst name <laughs> to encapsulate it. The well, chairs. I can see the way that, you know, you the think floors. a door opens and you walk yeah. through. Now you're in a different room or a different situation yeah. like that. But Al- Aldous Huxley, I think, is a Doors of Perception. I think that was the right The music didn't want me to open any doors. It wanted me to run and hide in a, in a closet <laughs> or somebody. slam somebody's head in a car door. Yes. They were, I think they sounded the best when Jerry chef was playing bass with them on uh, LA, the LA woman record. Admittedly, when I was in college my band played roadhouse blues and five to one. And that might be it. Um, but it was just a chance for the bass player to sing. Cause he had a really aggressive yeah. kind of singing voice. So, and when you're playing, and in, in, in a band in New Hampshire, you had to play kind of the hippie stuff. So we did actually play Grateful Dead as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. What what song do you remember? Goddamn. Eartha, Wharf Rat, which is completely fucking boring. Um, <laughs> going down the road feeling bad. Like kind of the more Wharf Rat's very slow and dreamy. And those guys were big pot smokers. So they would go off into La La Land and I'd try to keep everybody contained, you know, kind of a thing. But the rest mm-hmm. of them were kind of more upbeat kind of stuff. Yeah. Birth cool. is kind of a fun song to to, to play, um, but the thing I liked the best about that band we, we did we did Little Feet and we did um, the band, so it kind of gave me a chance to kind of get into more groovy, fun, fun stuff. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about shitty band names like Kiss, for example. Shitty band, shitty name. Oh, the worst. It's yeah, Kiss. Yeah, great, great band. Crap name, Thin Lizzy. I actually don't mind Thin Lizzy. What, why? Why don't you like Thin Lizzy as a name? I just, I just, you know, I mean, listening, listening <laughs> to the band, they just don't sound like that name. They don't sound like, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, Phil got it from a comic book, and you know, and it, it just didn't make any sense, and it didn't, it didn't. The, the weight of their music was, you know, just far more. You know, the, it was kind of, kind of like a, you know, there was no. It's just that there was so much more to them. Just, just such a great band, and, uh, and because they were, they were they, since they were heavier, they should be called Thick Lizzy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds it sounds like they're in the same boat as like Molly Hatchet, Foghat, and that kind of stuff. I don't know. It just the name sounds like that to me. I don't know why. Well, it's like in, in the Molly Hatchet records, they used all the uh, that crazy fantasy artwork from that guy. I can't think of what his name is, you know. And you look at the album cover, you're like, "Holy shit, this is gonna be heavy!" And it's not. It's just fucking southern rock and roll. That's yeah. yeah. Thirty eight special is another good example. But I mean, not, not not a particularly great name, but it certainly doesn't sound like what their music sounds like to me. Yeah. No, no, it's just, agree. Pop. It's just pop. It's pop pop rock. Yeah, local band. Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash, like that name. If we've talked about that before, this, this is going to be badass. And you Killer play the, name. 
the most limp dick singer songwriter Austin bullshit you can think of. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> I do like uh, we. I like some of their stuff. They, they, they at least the, the well, we saw. Yeah, we opened. We opened. Wait, we opened for him once. So I've seen them twice live. That they do put on a great show. But Who's I, that? He's had Bastard Sons. Um, they're much better live. Well, what? I know that you played live with them. I'll take for it. Yeah, <laughs> there was another the drummer that played with them when we saw them at the Rhythm Room. I forget who. I think it was their original drummer. I think who played on their first record. Who had come back for that tour, and they were electric with that guy on stage. I think hmm. when we when they when we opened for them at the Meridian, it was a little bit more lower key, probably more like what it was when you when you played well, with them. I would how imagine. long ago was this? Like two thousand five. It was a long, long, long time ago. 2005 years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was a- I think I played with them on, uh, I think I played with them in 2007, South by mm-hmm. maybe. The rehearsal was ending though. I was pissed about that. I'm like, why the yeah. fuck still, we got it. It's a fucking, yeah. we're, we're three hour rehearsal for a 45 minute set. What the fuck are we doing? The thing I remember about that show is the, uh, the drummer who was, who was great was very loud and but which I loved from where my standpoint, but you could tell Mark is Mark is that the lead singer's name? Mark Stewart. He, yeah. You could tell he was not happy about the volume. He was no. like he would he the drummer would hit this killer fill, and you hear Mark. You see Mark just he would wince because he was just in pain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was that was a shame too because it was a dead room too. I think it was a weekday night. Um, but I, I, I yeah anyway. So. Yeah, so we're talking about names. Not we're not reviewing shows right now. Yeah, but yeah, uh, there's always going to be tangents from these things. Good, I know. I'm just kidding. Look, when you said local band too, I think of great names like uh, I think uh, Shiny Ribs. I think they're a great name, mm-hmm. great band. Um, yeah, I think the Mighty Orc. Not just because he's our friend, but I love it. I love that name. That is a, that yeah. is a great name. You really have to, and, and I've done it before. And I'm not going to explain why, but I, I've I, I've I've named the the band after myself one time. Um, and it was it, it was out of desperation again without going into all that shit. But just this bullshit, uh, you know, naming your band the Dave Matthews Band or the the <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, like it's different when you yeah. go out as Johnny Cash because you're fucking Johnny Cash. You, you know, go be free, have fun. Um, well, that, name, that name sounds cool though, too. Yeah, Johnny but even still, even still, like Johnny Paycheck, fuck off, Johnny. Pa- I don't even know who you are, but I fucking I, I don't like you. Go away, um, uh, Willie Nelson. Yes, just go be Willie Nelson. That's that's very cool. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. I, you know what I mean. So there's so much bias there. But when you like Jimmy Buffett, is there anything worse than Jimmy Buffet? Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy fuck you. I mean, I, I mean, oh, it's so bad. So Hang on now. Bad. Hang on now. You forgot that it's Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. Oh, I didn't it? know that. They're, Is it island, really? they're like in, down on the islands, but it's Reefer because they smoke a lot of weed because it's Jimmy Buffet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now I hate them even more. Yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, get it gets worse before it gets worse. But you know what I mean? So so um we we're we're uh, my first band on the dole and on the dole Great name, I thought. Um, yeah, especially for that Pogue style stuff we were doing back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, the, all the shit went down there. I had to change the name because just just so much confusion and blah blah. Anyway, so went in Continental Pete Dazzling Pete Gray goes no. He goes 
change that name. He goes, you know, you had on the dole, you know, now you just went. So I, Wait, I told Tasha him, I said, yeah, yeah. shut up, Chad. Yes. And, uh, well, I, I, sorry, and then, and then, you know, I, I told him, I said, just hang tight. We're working on it. You know, cause I had, yeah. I had, I had the idea for blackguards in, in, in the works, but we're, mm-hmm. you know, we got to keep these people working. We got to stay. So anyway, long yeah. story short, can't stand those fucking names of, uh, you know, you know, the, 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 just the guy's name and that band, you know, and the something. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about the Jimi Hendrix experience? Is that, I think for who he was, you'd have to have the band named after him. He wouldn't be like, I mean, he, he even in band of gypsies, I think they still call the Jimi Hendrix's band of gypsies. Band yeah. of gypsies is a cool name, especially for that era. And, but yeah. if you can't, you, you have to associate, I think you have to associate him because he was such a dynamic performer. You know, you have to associate his name with something. So Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix experience, not the greatest, but it, it's Jimi Hendrix basically. Yeah. And Jimi Hendrix's band of gypsies or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if you're, and I, I agree hundred percent with that. So if you're Jimi Hendrix, yeah, you can call it Jimi Hendrix and the fucking Lego Wonderland, whatever that you can call it anything you want because trailblazer groundbreaking. If you're Joe Satriani and you're going out and fuck off, everything's been done. You sound like absolute dog shit. Fucking go for a, you know, go for a long holiday and never come back. Um, you know what I mean? So, so, so I agree. Jimi Hendrix and the, ex- the experience or whatever that, you know, that's that, that stuff had never been done before. Nobody had ever seen a player like that. So when yeah. you, you know, so you, you, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but after it's been done so many times, mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Now it sounds old hat now, but that, yeah. that, uh, his name alone would have been great. Just, and it was great. It still is Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix. It's yeah, J I M I. The way you know Hendrix is a cool with an X. And I think yeah. I think also too, like somebody had to say, when you go see Jimmy Hendrix, it's an experience. And then therefore, yeah. probably came yeah, out. Yeah, like that yeah. Because of that time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we mentioned this the first time we talked about this too. Uh, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. I think uh, just the Mothers of Invention. I think is a great name. Uh, but I think that was. I don't know if if it was if he his name being at the front of it was something he wanted to do or not. There was something about that name that wasn't, it was like a compromise. I can't remember what it was. Let's call him. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> well, well, not only that, but like when, even when that band broke up, they were still the mothers and Frank mothers, yeah. is, is, his other thing. And that, but that right, band right. stayed intact because they had that name. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, when Janice sang with big brother and the holding company, they were big brother and the holding company. They were actually already formed band. And mm-hmm. she was like the guest artist when she had all those hits with those guys. Yeah, which is clearly sidetracked, but whatever. ZZ Top, great band, great name. What is, what does that name mean? To where do they get that from? I'll I'll call them and find out. But it I, it always looks at, to me, uh, and I, it's funny uh, X Y Z when you're in 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 Ireland. It's uh, you know, it, so but in Ireland they never called it Z Z Top. So I was uh, I was always <laughs> befuddled. I was like X Y Z ZZ Top. So to me, to me, it was always, they wanted to be the last on the, you know, yeah, you know, you know, alphabetically, they're going to be. That actually makes sense because it's not one Z, it's two Zs. And if you have two Zs, then you know, you're going to be the last, the last one. Yeah. In the band. 
And it's not mm-hmm. it's not Z Z bottom either. So you know, so you're going S T is still at the you know. So anyway, uh, so I, that's what it looked like to me. But I still thought it was it was short. And uh, I think ACDC probably one of the best names yeah. in rock. Just end the story. Four fucking letters, big as fuck. I mean, you can see that from space when it's done right, and it's just and. You, you talk about somebody that gives you the same fucking sh- I mean, not it's good stuff. It's good stuff if, if you're into that. But they give you the same. You never buy an ACDC record and go home and go, oh, man, they went they went techno. Oh, they, they tried country. They tried alt, you know, nothing. Yeah. You're, getting, you're getting ACDC. You're getting full fucking to the max every fucking time. ACDC, to me, I, I don't know if anybody can top that fucking name or that brand. Definitely you know. the best acronym name. Uh, and there's some bad ones. <laughs> um, REM. Horrible choice. Uh, PLFM. Yeah. <laughs> what was another one I was thinking of just now? Oh, U2. I don't, I don't like that one either. But I guess it's not really an acronym. Yeah, ACDC. And, and back in the day, too, we were, we were told uh, uh, fucking fucking church – we were told, uh, you know, you can't listen to ACDC. It's Antichrist, Devil Children. <laughs> we were like, oh, fucking give me, give me more. Give me more. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all the, you know, the religious figures coming out saying, you know, that, you know, these bands are down. It's like, shut up. Yeah. You know, the same ones that were, that were, that were dogging Elvis for, you know, shaking the hips back in the day. But um, so, so the new, the new way, I'm just thinking about the new wave era and the post punk era. And the punk, the punk era itself had some great names. Um, Sex, Sex Pistols. Pistols. Fucking great. Uh, uh, Talking Heads. Great name. Um, Blondie. Not such a great name. Uh, what was it? There was something else I was thinking of. Oh, like uh, in the, like the, romant- the new romantic era, that was called a Spandau Ballet. I don't know what that means. I guess it's a ref- reference to something. That's a pretty, pretty good name. Um, Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Great band. Terrible name. Yeah, I, I that, that, that name sounds weirder, weirder than they were, but they, they did get kind of weird, actually, which is which I love about them um, and some of the records. Anyway, that's from uh, that um, Jane Fonda movie movie. Yeah. Barbarella. Yes. So, yeah, right. It's a, yeah. It's yeah. Her, it's name of somebody in it or whatever. Right. Or something. It, yeah. It's the name of a, a monster or something. I can't remember. Great band. Yeah. Crap name. The Pogues. Yeah. Uh, does a Pogues mean anything? Is that a word for something? Yeah, well, else? It, 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 it comes from Pogue Mahone, which is "Kiss My Ass," oh, and which the record and, company didn't like. Yeah. So, and then you know, plus when you when you're reading it, when you're when it's written in Irish and you're reading it in English, you know, trying to pronounce that is P O G U E M O T H O I N. So you're you're Pogue Mahone. You know, so there's nothing. Is it one of those things where it, it it's it it means something worse in the original language than it does in English? Like a lot of times, Spanish and French swears sound are actually worse in their native language than they are when we translate the, them. Than the so, direct translation, yeah, yeah. Is it something yeah, well, like that? The, the, yeah. The thing about Irish was the 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 most the most daunting task for us as kids was to how to figure out how to make bad words in Irish because there are none. Yeah. So so. We had to string innocent words together to 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 make 
you know, to make it sound bad. So, so, there, so yeah. So, so there is no, there's no phrase in Gaelic that would tell you to go to go and kiss somebody's rump. So, so they have to. Can you think of any of the things y'all came up with? Oh God, yeah. In Gaelic. Um, Let's hear it. Again, my Irish is so bad, but uh, we, but you, so even, even with my, I, I, I don't even know if I could score an F at, at my best, but, uh, 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 Leroy D is shocks avail that to put my balls in your mouth. Uh, uh, and, and again, th- th- this is neither here nor there. But what I used to do, and and and, and sometimes still do, you know, when, when you're when you're approached by uh, a Jehovah Jehovah's Witness, or you know, somebody with a Bible wants to come talk to you, you, you know, or or they want to give you a survey, I go, "Not be a kind That means don't, please don't speak English to me. <laughs> so they, they're like. Well, it's not German, it's not French, it's not Spanish, it's not, you know, so they have no fucking clue because it's a, a dead language. And uh, and incidentally, one of the oldest, uh, Gaelic is definitely one, one of the oldest, it, it's it's really, uh, it, it, it's it just, it, it's it's so hard to pinpoint where, it is, where it's from. And especially, you know, somebody looks like me, they go, that guy's fucking out of his mind. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, um, what was the other ones? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm drawing a blank right now. But yeah, we sure. we worked. We worked hard on on figuring out how to offend people in Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, like, who who was in on when 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 they tried to figure out what uh you know Western characters to use to spell Irish words? Like, who decided how they're going to be spelled? Well, they- so 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 when you go to uh, to Ireland now, hopefully you'll all come with us next year. Um, you'll see the you'll see the name in English on the bottom, and then on top you'll see it written in Irish. And it so what what the English would do is Kilinin Lenin Kalini, where I'm from, uh, turn you know they just kind of mash the mash the name, you know, put whatever what, whatever yeah. stuff they could sound out together, and they yeah. so you know, and and then towns like Bray down the street and. Uh, yeah, to to read these names in Irish, you go, thank fuck they changed them because I would I'd be lost. I'd still be trying to find the airport. Well, yeah, something so, everybody's familiar with is Sean. Everybody knows Sean as was spelled S E A N, no H. That's that's an Irish spelling. Um, and you see, and it's it's weird. Doesn't it bug you when people spell their name S H A W N? No, I'm, no, because you? when you you know when. when so, so my, my dad's from Tyrone, and if you're if you're uh, you know if you meet somebody called Tyrone over here, I love it. I love that name. You know, obviously mm-hmm. they're spelling it the same way, but if you're uh, if you're um, you know S H A W N, you know, I understand that. that that's a, that's a that's that that's how they want it. You know, that sometimes most times that's a girl's name, right? S H A W N. You know, can be so either way. Yeah. So that's my brother's name. That's how he spells it. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. S H A W N, yeah. Okay. I don't know why they didn't go with scene, but no offense, Sean. Yeah. Unless <laughs> I don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And the, but there's a lot, and then names get weirder too. Like, yeah. Uh, names that are in Patrick's family: Sinead, uh, Quiva. Yeah, Bridge for sure. Like names that you people who aren't familiar with them, I just have no idea how to pronounce on first glance. 
It's it's yeah. it's fascinating to me. Yeah, shit. My my youngest sister Sinead gets Cinead all the time. She's been on this before. She's been on on Slappercast, and oh, yeah, uh, she- uh, and, and and my sister Breach. It's B R I Father, which is the stroke over the I D. And uh, the hello is Bird there, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bird Delvin. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, it looks little... like looks like Brid. And yeah. most people look at it, and they must know that 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 can't be right. <laughs> yeah, because why would anybody be named Brid unless it's yeah. short for Bridget or something? I guess. Yeah. So back to rock yeah. and roll. Back to rock and roll. Give me a give me a good give me a good uh, give me a good band with a shit name. Anybody? Well, and early on, I, they, they became. They lived up to their name later, Genesis. <laughs> always a terrible name. Not always a terrible band, but they became one later. Um, and that, that name was like kind of foisted upon them too because they just hadn't bothered to come up with anything, which is kind of surprising because they were writing all these flowery lyrics back then. You'd think that they would have thought of something. But their their manager just said, Genesis, all right, here we go. <laughs> just, I think, by way of expediency, I'm not sure. Probably one of the worst names in prog rock, although yes is yes is pretty damn terrible as well uh i like i like the red elvises i like the um i like stuff like uh um i i, I love when there's uh, I, you know when there's a good country band which is difficult to find but you know like i'm talking the the, the uh the kind of country that 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 william nelson or you know chris christopherson or uh waylon jennings and so you know would would Mm-hmm. Sign sign off on, but I mean, I just love I love when there's a good name, you know, with a little bit of tongue in cheek. Um, I'm, I'm, there are, so I think most most country acts that, that I'm calling to mind right now are all name bands, which I guess kind of speaks to when when we had Luba on, he was talking about that. You know, one of the ways that uh, that that um, oh maybe it was Mark Rodello saying this. I think it was Mark. He said that one of the the problems with country music now is that there it's not really personality focused anymore like it's it used to be that way which i guess is one of the reasons why you've you know you've got waylon jennings you've got george Strait. all that it's all names you know um and i guess it still is but it's like it's they're all there were all those guys from the 70s and 60s had really unique personalities even though they were in the same genre now it's all become completely bland and a little more cookie cutter cutter for sure exactly yeah they all have different names. They they all sort of every song that formula that they're pounding into the ground is 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 still prevalent to you know to this day that yeah. the has been going on. And we have Chet Atkins to blame for that. We really do. When Chet took over in in Nashville as a, as a producer, he's like, "Here's a formula that's going to work," and he was right. And there are a lot of great country hits from the fifties and sixties. But even if you listen to those hits back then. Oh There's sure, all the fucking formula to them, and oh, now yeah. today the formula still exists. It's it's been tweaked and it's been changed a little bit, but they're still very much formulaic when it comes to songwriting in, in Nashville. And but, and I think I think that I think that you know the the reason why there are a lot of go- uh, people's names like Miranda, the Miranda Lamberts or the Faith Hills or the Tim McGraws or the Cody Johnsons or whoever else you want to fucking talk about. The reason why their names is because usually their bands do not play on the records. They're using top-notch studio, yeah, like studio guys or girls, whoever. Mm-hmm. But when they go on tour, they have their you know they have their studio band, which is just a bunch of guys. They just okay, here's a bunch of money, make a hit. I'll sing over it. 
And then yeah. when they go to the road, they have their band. So that's why I think a lot of people are just using their names because there's no, the idea of a band is like, well, we only play when we go on the road sort of a thing, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an, ex- of an exception to that, that rule. I, I, really- I had one in my head and I, I just, it's gone. And, and, and the, the most amazing thing is that all, all I can do now is just think of all the names of these, you know, these, and you wonder to yourself, is your name really Luke, Luke Bryant? Is your name really Brad Paisley? Is your name, you know what I mean? He's just, stop it. Fucking grow a sack, get a name and fucking, <laughs> you know, do something, do something that you want to do. I mean, you can't all want to sing the same fucking idea and in the same like you, Eric said, cookie cutter. You know what? What the fuck is that? It's it is the most. Yeah, that's what the thing that really irritates me about it is it's so painfully unimaginative. Everything about it. I'm not talking about country music today. I think to, you could spread that across to pop music too, because today's pop music is it's all it's all kind of the same. Sounds the same yeah. to me. It's it's maybe a verse and a chorus. Very few chord changes. Nothing really imaginative that's coming out. Anything that's good. There's there's good stuff new. There's I just listened to Silk Sonic for the first time today, and I and 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 you're gonna laugh because it's Bruno Mars is involved in this project, but the songs kind of sound like '70s soul music, and it actually sounds good. Cool. Oh, finally, a new band I can listen to and enjoy without having to be like running away from the radio. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have nothing against Bruno Mars. I just know that he sings he sings Uptown Funk, and he didn't yeah. write it. I don't think it's a song that we hate. Yeah, but yeah, but he it's, didn't we killed so i'm not going to blame him for that one because he just he didn't anderson, write it. Pock, anderson Pock playing uh drums on it oh, really and anderson kind of he's kind of one of those guys that sort of started out being like kind of a singer rapper guy that played drums while he was doing it and he and he played on the super bowl this last year he's kind of becoming a, a pretty big star but apparently it's those two guys both singing with anderson playing drums and it's it's okay you know silk sonic i'm not sure about oh, cool. that name though silk sonic silk sonic uh, yeah yeah, sounds like sounds like a sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like Wham's other project. You know, uh, good band, apparently. Should we take this opportunity to kill a song since we've? Uh... Oh yeah, let's do it. I already got mine. You have the floor. Oh, uh, this song is by uh, someone who is um, extremely. I hate using this word talented. I don't like that word. It's, it's yes, just, it reeks of like fifth grade flute recitals or something like that. <laughs> oh, she's so talented or he's so talented. I'm like, Oh, I hate that word. Anyway. Um, who I've seen twice uh, in concert years and years and years ago and amazing vocalist things he can do with his voice are, are remarkable. Um, and he went on to study conduct like classical conducting. And I got a chance to see him sing with a quartet where he sort of conducted. It was beautiful. I met him, beautiful person, beautiful man, but the worst song he's ever done is uh, his name is Bobby McFerrin, and the worst song he's ever done is "Don't Worry, Be Happy." That Good song, God, yes. Good God, yeah. Um, what makes that song worse is the video with Robin Williams and that other comedian in it, and it's just it's just the worst the worst thing ever. So, Bobby it's, McFerrin, we love you. You're, you're amazing talent. If you want to listen to some cool shit, go check out his first couple of records. The stuff he yeah. does just by himself. It's incredible, it's, yeah. It's incredible. incredible. But that fucking song, and I'm happy that he has success with it, but fuck that song. Yeah. Could not agree more. Chad, I would like you to cut that part out and put that at the end because that's a headliner. Nothing tops <laughs> that. 
Nothing tops that. Well, bravo. Bravo, amigo. Whenever I kill a song, I try to give some backstory to it and kind of give like, yeah, it was super popular for him. And it really brought, and I was happy because his, you know, he was just this guy that could sing. And if you knew who he was, you're like, that guy is awesome. But then not everybody knows who he is. And yeah. it's just like, ugh. So. I remember people criticizing that that song too for just being really uh, sort of offensively bad advice. It's like, oh, don't worry, just be happy. Yeah, you know, like oh, totally. It's like, how does yeah. that work? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the it's, gun it's, is loaded. What do I do, Bobby? Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's just a just a phenomenal song to kill. I don't know anybody that would that would disagree with you. I don't know anybody yeah, I, with soul that would disagree. That's that's that might be the best one yet. Um, the one I was going to kill was, uh, uh, and it's, I have many reasons for doing this and, you know, I could just, uh, but I think one of the greatest front men, I don't think, I, I know in my estimation, the best front man to ever walk the planet is David Lee Roth. Um, not just because of banter and because of style and because of just, we've, we've gone over this, we, we've, we've got a, um. There's still so much, so much to be said, and there's still so. This guy has still got so much to give, but David Lee Roth is yeah. the greatest frontman that ever walked the planet, hands down. End of story. And he's been smoking since the '60s, so his voice is definitely not what it was. But I mean, when, when he learned how to, and I'm not killing a David Lee Roth song. I will tell you why in a second. Anyway, so jeez, uh, uh, I know. Um, so the, the the band Van Halen was brought into the was I mean they, they weren't brought into the scene. they they just they created the scene you know they they talk about rock and roll and it was always this male dominated thing well Van Halen brought women into the you know women start showing up at the shows yeah and to have that. To, to, to have that, you know, that dynamic and that, those personalities together and that shit that they wrote was just, that was made for the, made for the times and made for the, and it's still to this day, you hear that, you hear that, you know, that, that, you know, that drone coming, you know, but, but, but you know, don't, 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 you just, oh my God. Anyway, so I'm not killing a David Lee Roth song. I'm killing a Sammy Hagar song. With yes. So, and again, the easiest thing to do would just be to take the whole catalog of <laughs> Van Halen with Sammy Hager and, and just fucking kill it. Just, just, yeah. to, but the song that I just absolutely despise is best of both worlds. Uh, and, and, and this, this is, is one of those things where, uh, and again, just never been a Sammy Hager fan. Um, and the, you know, I, I saw one of his quotes one, one time, his, his, his quote was, when I open my mouth to sing, I challenge anybody to, you know, what? Have you heard of a young young upstart named Freddie Mercury? What the? Don't fucking dare talk to me about that. Yeah, he's uh, such anyway. a turd. Yeah, yeah, such a and I can't drive fifty five. What? Anyway, so that's that's a little. But so this band that was just the epitome of of a live show and everything you wanted to see in. Everybody that was on that stage knew what the fuck they were doing and brought it and gave it. And you left there as tired as they were, as just exhausted because the show was, is everything is at full blast. All the time. And then 
so that song, there's so many Sammy Hagar songs uh, with Van Halen that I, that I despise, but that one to me, it just sounded like it sounded like a, like a one take thing. Well, let's just put that one on there. So you know, for like 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 right now, that piano in right now and the guitar solo in right, you know, t- I love all that stuff. Nobody played better. Nobody had more fun playing than Eddie Van Halen, but. I can't even I can't even call best of both worlds to mind. I don't remember how it goes. Good. Good. You're welcome. Yeah. I I probably killed it last night. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I've already mentioned this band on the show. Uh they d- did a lot of stuff in the eighties that I thought was pretty terrible. But this one I think is particularly particularly heinous. And it, it I actually did get a lot of airplay when it first came out and for a long time after that. And now it, it's one of those songs that it was, it was, it was bad when it came out and, and not very well considered when it came out, but now it's like really aged badly. I think uh, illegal alien by Genesis. Number yep. one, why these, these rich white British guys are singing about Mexican uh, immigration, but also to do a fake Mexican accent as you're singing the song. What the fuck were they yeah. thinking when they put it? Why didn't the record company squash that before they put it out? Yeah, and it was it. a hit. There you have it, folks. <laughs> yeah. I was a, I was a, that, this is a good day for death. Yeah. <laughs> and they've, they've got a lot of stuff in the, in the 80s that was needs needs to go away. I, already, I mean, I already killed Invisible Touch when we first started doing this. Um, it's, it's, that, it's that era uh, when, um, when it's like... Uh, for me, it blurs the lines between is this a Phil Collins song or is this a Genesis song? Which yeah. all Phil Collins song, I'm, I'm sure, because I'm sure he wrote most of the lyrics for a lot of that stuff in the yeah. 80s and 90s. That was just like not what we expected the you know the Genesis to sound like at that era. But hey, you know, like again, I'm not, I'm not blaming him because those records sold a lot of fucking. Records got sold, a lot of big sold out tours. I'm glad they got the payday, but mm-hmm. everything comes with a price, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and one of the things that that that's lost on today, it, well, one of the many things that have have been lost today, is 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 back in those days, those guys would be called into the office when when shit's not selling or when shit's looking like it's not going to get on the radio, like the, the DJs aren't going to play that stuff. So they get called in and they get, they get a bollocking because you're going to get, you know, you're, you know, you're on a contract and they, you know, they, they hired you to do this, this, and this. So I'm not saying that, you know, you know, that they were, they, they were hired to be offensive, but um, <laughs> uh, you, you, you kind of knew that when you hired Phil, but, when you, uh, you, so today everything's DIY. Everything is, and and we are we're so grateful for our Patreon. Um, you know, our, our Patreon crew. We're we're so grateful to all of you. I mean, to anybody comes to a show, uh, tells anybody about the music. We're so grateful because we don't have. Uh, it's very easy right now to go and get a record comp. You know, get get a record contract, um, and have them promote you. It, it, it's. The, the the most difficult thing right now is is finding the right one because you're not gonna there's just everybody is 
you know, back in the day, there was only one or two radio stations. So, you know, major radio stations. So that's where they're going to put your stuff on. Now, how do you get in there? You just, you, you work your ass off or you, you know, you become something as original as a Van Halen or a Genesis or a Beatles or, you know, but right now it's just everybody and their dog has got their, their, their video channels and every single streaming music, um, Thing you know, just there's so much, and it's 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 you you know we, we've I I don't know how many times we've tried to steer people in different directions just on Slappercast, but it's so hard to keep people's attention because there's you're being inundated with ten thousand. Hey, get this app, get you know, go to this site, you know, read this, go to it never fucking ends. So you got to do the you got to do the 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 the. You, you have to find new ways and new avenues and you have to blaze your own trails and all that stuff. That being said, um, we, again, when we kill these songs, a lot of these bands are fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this, these songs are, you know, so you can't deny the, the talent and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I want to take it a step further in, in, in saying too that. So we need to, we need to challenge ourselves right here. Not on, you know, just, just in Slavercast. We need to, we need to write some shit. The three of us need to get in and, and just panic because there's just nothing worse than, you know, Blackmatic was written at, was written separately. You know, we, we were all in different areas and we were not, we were not in touch. You know, it, we weren't playing any music. So, so I, I think we, we should, I think we should do two things. I think one, we should write a song that's as fucking atrocious as Don't Worry, Be Happy. It's catchy, you know, <laughs> you know, write one like, or, 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 and, or the, 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 the songs that you'll hear at, you know, if you're unlucky enough to stop at a Bucky's, um, you know, one of those formulaic things. And it, one of the, but then also we got to write one. That's just, that's, I want to play that fucking song three, you know, three or four of us say that's the fucking song I want to play. All right. I think we should. So, I think we so, should. so shall we, so shall we do. Yeah, because every, every time we drove away from from Bucky's, it, you know, back in the day, it was you know it's four or five o'clock in the morning, and you still got three, four, or five hours to go or whatever, wherever, you, and uh, you're just and and then you have one of those fuck earworm songs, those country uh, praise Jesus songs in your, you know, and and you're just driving away going, I the ditch is looking pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But so uh, so this weekend, boys and girls, um, brand new venue, Brenham. Yeah, the uh, home sweet farm market and beer garden. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be uh, it's 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 so today is what Tuesday. The sun mm-hmm. is shining. The weather is going to be gorgeous, and it's a nice road trip. And if if you haven't been to Brendan before, wonderful, another Texas small town that you have to see to believe. I'm not a Bluebell fan, but they have Bluebell ice cream there. You could do the tour, and. Um, they have uh, just lots of stuff to see and do. Great shops, great uh, just antique stores, and also. So Saturday, you want to come out? Plans made. I did when as a kid. I uh, as most most kids who've grown up in Texas probably did. I don't know if they still do it. I one of the big field trips we had when I was a kid was a tour of the Bluebell uh, Ice Creamery factory in Brenham. So that was a pretty big deal. Did you see where they keep the listeria? Yeah, that's extra. They were they were still they were still working on it back then. Yeah, it was a work in progress. Another and another it, crap band, crap name. Def Leppard. 
Listeria. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Leppard, yes. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to say earlier, with country names, uh, as far as individual names, I think one of the best ones ever was Chris Christopherson. I think that's a great, 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 right name. And, Just, and uh, his, his, uh, his uh, illegitimate kids started a band called Criss Cross. They, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so happy birthday, Declan. Declan Dunn, happy birthday. Happy birthday, love Declan. And, um, and also, we, 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 we want to, you know, like I was, we said last time, all, everybody for coming out um, to see us at Black Sparrow. Um, and Emily, Emily came in from, from San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, a few gates, of course, were there. To uh, just uh, just just great to see everybody, all our old friends in from Austin and whatnot. And Larry was there. Larry, Larry was, was there. there. That's the title of this episode. Larry was there. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. 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 So. So. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, I think. What time is showtime, Chad? Uh, I think it's eight thirty. Yeah. I think I think they had a specific start time. Yeah. Um, Great room. Yeah, yeah, it's great venue, and uh, we've 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 yeah. uh, we have a lot of wonderful things about there. And they, they have they have tremendous acts there all the time. It's it's just a you, you will not be disappointed. So yeah, th- thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, just uh, keep checking those dates or sign up on the mailing list because we are we're uh, Vegas. Vegas is uh, you know uh, Mandalay Bay is already locked in. We're adding some dates in and around that. We're going to do, uh, we've got a Phoenix date uh, as well. And uh, we're going to drive out, pick up Heidi, and we're going to take her on this trip. And then uh, I don't have the details yet, but just think Montana in August, boys and girls. So, yeah, just before the snow flies. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a very busy summer. Yes, indeed. Going to be fun. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>